Oh, I got a lot to say this week. Oh, do I got a lot to say this week? And I'm all alone. I'm all alone this week. I'm not going to upgrade my fucking Mac. Upgrade to Mac OS Monterey. No, Steve Jobs' ghost. Don't you have to go fucking choose an out, out different outfit for once? I actually need to keep all my thought-making, my decision-making powers for later in the day. It's the most nerdy shit I've ever heard in my life. Can't choose an outfit. Just be like me. Wear the same fucking six things. People will call you out on it, and you'll get really insecure, and then you'll go buy another thing, and then you have seven things for one for every day of the week. But you only really like three things. So if you only like three things, what do you do? Well, you panic, and you hate your body, and you, you try to avoid the mirror when you get in the shower. You know what I mean? Welcome to the End of the Woods podcast. This is Ryan Woods. And why does this sound so shitty? Am I loud as Jesus criminy? Do I sound shitty because my equipment sucks, or do I sound shitty because I sound shitty? Let's find out before we go any further. Okay, it would seem I don't sound so shitty. I just sound shitty in the microphone right now of my ears, so that's going to be annoying the whole time. It's whatever. It just sounds like there's an echo in my ears. You know, on the production side right now, we're dealing with some stuff, so... You know, you know I'm one of these big radio nerds. I'm one of these big radio heads now because I just, you know, I bully the radio people on the internet here in Cleveland because they think their job takes a lot of effort. All you need to do is buy a microphone and have a computer and then, boom, you're in the biz. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you're in the biz and there's just people out there that can make a lot more money than them because they went the hard route and they went to some fucking technical school and thought they were going to get a real job and make their parents proud. And when in reality, they're just failures like me. You know, we're all just failures. What are we all doing? You know, some people abandon their cars in snowbanks, and I got a lot to say, dude. I am fired up this week. I'm on a tear, okay? I am on a tear among tears. I'm talking to everybody right now. If you live somewhere where it snows, and I know, am I going to do traffic? Are you going to do driving in the snow material this week, Ryan? Really? You're going to talk about driving in the snow? What is this, the most hacky shit ever? Listen, dude, New York comics will just talk about New York all the time, and they'll tell you, dude, taking the subway, you're going to go risking your life down there. The Zinger, you guys take the subway recently? Hey, you ever been down to Soho? You ever try to get a bag of chips from the bodega? You know? You guys ever seen a rat? And they just do a bunch of New York bits. So yeah, I'm going to talk about the snow and driving in it. Because I came to an observation driving in the snow the last few weeks here in Cleveland, Ohio. Beautiful Cleveland, Ohio, by the way. Um, I came to this realization that how does anything get done in the world? Because we all could be going one way on the freeway, for example. We could all be going northbound, headed towards home or wherever we're going, wherever we're headed. And all it takes is one motherfucker. All it takes is one person to just hit their brakes and everybody panics. And then you have the people who all of a sudden abandon their car on the side of the road, which I want to know. I want to... I wish I could call somebody who was brave enough to admit that it was their car on the side of the road, you know? Yeah, you know, I was driving to work, and I spun out, and I was in a snowbank, so I just called somebody to come pick me up. Like, how does that go down? Do you, does an Uber show up to your save you? Do you call a tow truck, and they just can't get you out? Should there be an Apple Watch commercial for those people that are stuck in the side of the road? Yeah, it's me. I'm just going to bitch out. You know, I'm, in, I'm calling for my Apple Watch. I just have to bitch out. I just crashed my car to the snowbank. Yeah. No, there's no damage or anything. I'm just a dumbass. I left the house on a day. I probably shouldn't have left the house. Yeah, I'm calling from the Apple Watch. Did you get that? Did you get that? I just broke my legs and I fell from my barn and I'm calling from my Apple Watch. 
The irony is I have an Apple Watch, so these jokes are going to fall on deaf ears because I already had the Apple Watch. Um, <clears throat> but no, seriously, how do we get anything done in this country when a, a group of 20 people could be traveling somewhere? And I know a good amount of them aren't real, and we know that. We've, we've covered that, okay? And we're all headed somewhere, and all it takes is one person to panic. And but you would have thought that they saw something. And they, they saw something in the road or something. Like somebody just stops. Like I saw somebody today, his bumper just fell off, which is kind of amazing. So if I was dictator, there would be three rules. Okay, I don't know if there's three rules. I just like putting up this number three. Three rules. One, you have to have a car that can take on the snow. None of this bullshit. You will p- prepare for the winter time. October, November, we will send out forms. We will remind you in July, right? And we will send out forms. For you to go to these e-check places that don't do anything, really. They're just emissions checks. No, we're going to do car safety checks. And by the way, if your car doesn't pass, like I'm talking brakes, I'm talking tires, I'm talking, you know, just sturdiness as a car, power steering, everything. If it doesn't pass, you'll have to fix it, and there will be assistance programs to fix it. Because we're not doing this, you know, you don't need a new car. I'm fucking tired of people buying new cars. I don't need my phone on my screen in a car, okay? I don't need heated seats. I'm not a cunt. Okay, we're done in my world, in my dictatorship. We don't have this, you know, uh, excessive economy shit where we're just always buying stuff. So I'll be rich, but you all have to live amongst your lives. And if your car needs work, we will get the work done. Okay, so say your tires are bad, we, we get you on a payment plan for tires. And you'll either pay for that in money or with your body. And yeah, so... By the way... There's nothing wrong with paying with for your body. You know, you, you either do labor or you do sex acts. You know, it's no, no big deal. What I'm saying is, there's nothing wrong with that. We respect sex workers where I'm from. I respect sex workers, okay? In my dictatorship, we respect sex workers. Part number two of this is, if I see somebody fucking shit up on the highway, like if somebody goes to abandon their car on the side of the road, I will have a drone service Go, yep, we have a guy abandoning a red 2005 to, to, town and country. Town and country. 2005 setting south down. And he's gone. And he's gone from the earth. Or he or she. You know what I mean? Nobody's immune. I don't do this sexism bullshit. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. And you're gone if you're gone. Right? And then the other thing is you don't get to, like, just go slow. Okay, you don't just to get to, if it's, if if the roads are dry, or you're on the pavement, you gotta go at least 10 under the speed limit. Because if you're not, drone shot, you know what I mean? (laughs) Collateral damage, everyone will die. A lot of people will die. And I'm not opposed to, um, if you post shitty things on Facebook... Which, I, there will still be a Facebook, because there will still be a Facebook when I'm dictator, because I need Facebook, right? I need Facebook to weed people out. I need Facebook and Twitter to weed people out. And Instagram, too. There's a lot of vanity on Instagram. So if you're on Facebook and you post a paragraph or more, whether it's self-congratulatory, whether it's a rant, no matter what it is, we'll come to your house and you'll be publicly executed. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. We'll publicly execute you, because... That's what needs to happen to get some order back in this fucking world. One, we have too many people. Two, those people aren't doing anything. People are always like, no, the population's not growing. Well, the population that is here is not very active. Because I got an email this past week. If you're not aware, 
I do this little bit here where I do call people out on using a snowblower. And if you're over the age of 60, you're allowed to use a snowblower, right? And if you're, you know, sometimes your joints just don't hold up as much. But I got an email that says, Ryan, I heard your take on um, shoveling the driveway. And he says, I, what did I say was I said that if you shovel your driveway, you're just a loser and you're going to die of heart disease and blah, blah, blah. The same take I have about, um, you know, lawnmowers, riding lawnmowers. So he says, what if you pay somebody to plow your driveway? And to that, sir, I say, if you pay somebody to plow your driveway, how about you just invite him in to fuck your wife after you're done? Right? After he's done. Let him in and fuck your wife. And if it's a woman, let her fuck your wife. Okay? Because maybe I'm old-fashioned. But I'm not getting driveway cucked. All right? That snow, if I get driveway cucked, I can't... I better not be able to walk out my door. You know? Like those scenes from, like, Alaska when they open the door and the snow is just barreled up to the door. I swear to God, sir, if you... If somebody... That would be the only time it'd be okay for somebody in a bobcat to come bail my ass out. Because if somebody plowed my driveway, they then, if somebody plows your driveway, they then get to plow your wife. You know what I mean? That writes itself, sir. So don't fucking email me again with the, dude, I mean, what if I paid somebody to plow? Don't do that. Don't do that. Get a shovel. Or hell, get a snowblower so nobody has to fuck your wife. (sighs) How was your guys' weekend, dude? I'm all alone this week. I don't know if you could tell. I'm on a little bit of a, you know, I'm going off here because, you know, I got nobody this week. I'm all by myself. And uh, Dana's gone. She's leaving me to house sit here by myself. And I'm going to tell you what. Leaving a guy who believes he has schizophrenia home alone, bad move, right? Irresponsible out of her. And by the way, when people tell me, people text me, people email me, Ryan, you don't have schizophrenia. You have anxiety. And I'm like, oh, this is supposed to make it better? Are you telling me I have it? And me, me outwardly knowing everybody knows I have one of these things? Either I have it, schizophrenia, and you're not real. Or two, I have anxiety, and that makes it worse, right? Anxiety piled on top of anxiety. So explain that, bucko, psychologist, you know, armchair psychologist. But how was your guys' weekend, dude? No, don't worry about me. I'll be fine. You know, I'm probably starting to end up yelling and screaming endlessly until I um until I pass out, hopefully, every night. I ran the dishwasher last night, which was good for background noise. I left the door open when I slept, too. Just kind of waiting for something bad to happen. Because why? Because why the fuck not? You know what I mean? Because why the fuck not? Why Why wouldn't somebody just come barreling through the door and murder me? Or that person that's looking in the window that's not never there, but it's in there in my head, you know? Why wouldn't that person just come finally come inside knowing I'm alone? Why wouldn't that person just go there and do that now? But you know what I did do this weekend, dude? And that's watch football. And I'll tell you what, it's probably the greatest weekend of football I've had in a long time. Because every game was good. To a point. I mean, the Cincinnati-Tennessee game. And by the way, I want to root for the Bengals. But Bengals fans, you guys are fucking insufferable. Sure, you beat the Raiders. Cool. You almost lost to the Raiders. You know what I mean? Sure, you almost win. I'm not saying that's an excuse. I'm just saying you almost gave that away. Um, Titans. You be- you beat the Titans when they beat themselves. You know what I mean? Ryan Trashahill. Heard of him. And you guys are just fucking insufferable. You know, you have one good year in 70. And you act like we did last year. You know? We at least beat a division rival. Can you guys beat somebody who I who I know is playing like center? If I can name the center on that team, you know. But football is great because I come into work today, and everybody goes, "What'd you do this weekend, Ryan?" I was like, "Well, you know, I kind of just watched football all weekend. You know, I took down the Christmas lights, which was a pet project of mine. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, you watch football? You know, I didn't watch football. I went to this art museum. And they, I felt like they were kind of looking down on me because I watched football. But football is awesome, right? Football is one of those things that, you know, a lot of people don't get a lot of joy anymore in life. I don't know if it's the last two years or so, three almost now, two. We're going on the third year here of this whole, like, being at home and yelling at each other on the Internet every day. Um, you know, I don't know what it is. But I enjoy things, right? I just want to enjoy stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to watch football. I'm sorry I don't want to go to the fucking art museum during football season. Like, maybe I'll go in the springtime when there ain't shit going on. I remember Dana made me go in the, in the forest last year and maybe get out in the, in the open world for a week. Remember that? That, sh- that shit sucked. Not because it wasn't fun or cool or anything, but, like, dude, I, I, don't, I don't do that shit. You know what I mean? Relax? You want me to relax? You want me to fuck? You think I need to relax? You think I need to relax? You think I need to relax? I don't need to fucking relax. You know who needs to fucking relax? People that are driving in the snow. Oh, jeez. He brings it back around. Everybody. I mean, he's... Is he on fire? Um, But football, dude. You know, I know a lot of people act like football is this Neanderthal thing. And football is this, oh, tough guy, dude. Tough, you know, it's gone by the wayside. But, dude, just watching football is fucking awesome. Bills, Chiefs, is there anything fucking better than that? Tom Brady, 27-3, makes the comeback. Like, he has this aura where he just kind of, he just kind of undertakers their ass into doing some crazy shit, fumbling Matthew Stafford. He's probably looking around like, I thought I left Detroit at one point. White guy to white guy. Amen. Finish that one out, you know, a big, big to-do for white guys. Let's go. Um... My fucking loud furnace turning on. Um, not good for my schizophrenia. Uh, what about the other one? Aaron Rodgers, you know, throw Rogan. QAnon quarterback. I don't know. I really have nothing else on that one. San Francisco plays football a good way. Jimmy Garoppolo, handsome as fuck. Jimmy Garoppolo handsomes his way to the fucking Super Bowl. I'm pulling for the Niners. I think they're a tough team. They have an awesome uniform. They win all the uniform matchups. They may be the number one uniform in football. Okay, they may may overtake the number one uniform in football. I don't know what it was. I never really did an official rankings, but the Niners may have the number one official uni- the number one uniform officially in football because they just look good wherever they go. They look even better in the cold. They went into Lambeau, which must have lost its mystique. Like nobody, nobody's afraid of going to Lambeau anymore. You know. Probably because those people just aren't as scary as they used to be. They're probably on, like, eating vegan diets. Like, too many people in the Midwest are on vegan diets nowadays. And then Cincinnati gets the win over fucking Tennessee in the game that nobody gives a shit about. You know what I mean? Who gives a fuck? Um, you know, some people go to arts art exhibits. I go to, I watch sports. Sports are fun. You know, what do you want me to do? Not have fun? You want me to do something that's not fun? You know, a lot of people look down on me because I'm the sports guy, right, in my life. Oh, oh, he likes sports. Like, when people ask me about something about me, they go, oh, what does he like to do? What do you like to do? You know, what are, you, what are your what are your hobbies? And I go, oh, you know, I like to watch sports. And they go, oh, sorry to hear that. And I'm like, what? What? He's like, oh, sports. Yeah, I don't really get into that. I don't really get into sports. You know, I read books. Shit. I got a book right here. I have it in the background. I got a book. Yeah, I'm about two chapters in. It's a fucking marathon, not a sprint, all right? Fuck off. I'll try to read a book, right? Books don't give me the fucking heart rate boost that sports does, all right? 
17 points in a two minutes. Bad defense. What what the fuck, Buffalo? Buffalo, you can't get out of your own way, right? So first of all, you kick the ball off with 13 seconds left. You just score a touchdown where the whole city of Buffalo probably jumped through a fucking table. They probably jumped through one of those tables, which, by the way, aren't cheap, okay? You ever been to, like, a Menards or a Home Depot and they sell those tables? And they're, like, 60 to 70 bucks, depending on where you are and depending on inflation. So... They probably broke so many tables in that time between the touchdown where the guy fell down. The defender fell down. And now there's so many babies being made. There was going to be so many. There was going to be in September of this coming year. There were going to be so many babies in September, October. There were going to be so many babies born and named Josh and Gabriel in the city of Buffalo, even if they were girls, they were going to be named Josh and Gabriel, and they would have been just oozing bud light as they came out of the mother's womb, right? Because of how just emotional that had to get for the people in Buffalo. There was probably tears shed. There was probably just so much happiness going on, right? So many wings, just greasy wing fingers hugging each other and leaving stains on the back of shirts. You know what I'm talking about? And so then 13 seconds left, we're kicking off, and they kick it out of the end zone. So now they're at the 25-yard line. For you unaware of sports. They get the touchback at 25-yard line. So they burn no time. 13 seconds left. What's their plan? The Chiefs have, I believe, all three or two timeouts. So what's the plan? Buffalo, what do you do? You fucking turtle up and you let them get 30 yards. They go like fucking to the 45-yard line. They get 20 yards on one play. And then I believe there's like eight seconds left. They call a timeout. Because they're guarding the fucking end zone. Like, he's going to just chuck it to the end zone. What are they doing? So they're guarding the end zone, and they're guarding the sidelines, which doesn't matter because they have the timeouts. Horrible situational football here. we got to get down to the basics. And so they don't jam anybody again with eight seconds, nine seconds left, and they throw it to that Travis Kelsey guy who just loves dancing, and he catches it and falls. And these motherfuckers are in field goal range. With four seconds left. Hey, Dallas, that's how you run a fucking 14-second drive. And they only needed nine. They only needed ten seconds. And you guys ran a quarterback draw. You know what I mean, Dallas? Thanks for coming. A little pot shot for Dallas there. Um, Kick the field goal and they get the ball. Everyone bitches about the overtime rules. Doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? Nobody cares about the overtime rules until something like that. Like, dude, if they would have gotten the ball... Hey, how about you play defense, huh? You ever thought about that? Defense matters, too. Um, I was listening to something about John Madden a couple days ago. I was watching a John Madden thing where he was talking about Vince Lombardi. Just dudes, you know what I mean? Just fucking guys from the past, you know? Guys like that today. Millennials are so soft. They're nothing like John Madden and Vince Lombardi. These are my fucking idols. Them and Joe Rogan. Totally not on steroids, Joe Rogan. Totally not, dude, because it makes a lot of sense that his stomach protrudes out far, farther than his fucking titties. Anyways, um, I was listening to something. He was like, yeah, I listened to Vince Lombardi talk about the power sweep for eight hours. And I was like, damn, that's a long time to talk about one fucking play. And he goes, and I realized I didn't know shit. And I was like, that's kind of how I feel when I listen to Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast. A little shout out for you. Because I'm just like, I don't know fucking shit about this. But here I am doing it. Eat your heart out, radio heads. You fucking radio goofballs. Thinking shit matters. 
did watch more Catch a Predator, and I wanted to talk about that because I really didn't get into it last week. Been watching a lot of To Catch a Predator, and I have a question for you, and it's a question, the age-old question. I don't know if I've ever asked it here. Why are guys obsessed with pulling their or showing their D's? You know, their D and B's, if you will. And I'm not talking Dave and Buster's. Why are guys obsessed with show? Jesus, my book scared the shit out of me. That's why you don't read, kids. Books fall and they scare the shit out of you when you're in the middle of making a point about D&Bs. Why are guys obsessed with showing their D&Bs? And this is an age-old question I have. I've always asked it about why guys think sending a photo to a girl of their, of their genitalia, right? Because I love the way Chris Hansen has to say all this stuff, too. He's like, well, you showed her this picture of your genitalia. What do you think this implies? And he goes, I, I didn't know I sent that. <laughs> I was drinking that night. They literally say that shit. And it's kind of fucking hilarious. But why are guys obsessed with showing off their D&Bs? And I've thought about this for a while. And I'm sure Joe Rogan has done a podcast on this about some primal aptitude of wanting to show your, your D&Bs. And it's never going to be enough. You know what I mean? Whatever you think you have, it's not enough. And I mean that. So why show it off? Why even run the risk of her being like, ah, oh, God, oh, no, that's it? Why even run the risk? Why, and then especially in the to Catch a Predator, they're sending it to like 13-year-olds, 12-year-olds, you know, they think. Um, which, by the way, if you work for that, you know, perverted justice thing, what what is your brain like? What do you go to bed and have your hard drive written up? You know, if you're just emailing or sexting with 35-year-old men all day, Jesus. Anywho, um, yeah, I don't know what it is about guys in D&Bs, man. I don't know what it is about, like, hey, maybe she wants to see this. And it's just, click, pew, sends it over the internet. There it is. And I also love the guys who go, um, who go, you're a cop, and I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Delete. And then they come back and like, so you're not a cop? Cool. I'm going to come over today. Is your mom home? I also love when Chris like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here, guys? And then he goes, I was just, you know, she said her mom wasn't home. So I was like, you know, I'm going to come over and make sure everything's good. I'm going to come over and make sure everything's all right, you know, until her mom gets home. And I'm like, that's the funniest shit ever. Could you imagine actually thinking that way? Like, imagine if you were telling the truth, which they aren't. They obviously just want to come over and have sex. Which, by the way, Why? There's so many adults. We talked about this last week. I feel like I'm a broken record, but there's so many. Like, whenever I look at these men, I'm like, you guys aren't horrible looking. Like, obviously, some of them could do, you know, some facial cleanser or something. Maybe do a couple push-ups. You know, some guys could do that. But not everybody's a bad-looking guy on the show. And I'm trying to be nice here. I'm trying to defend them. But they always go out sad, too. And the guys start to cry. And it's even funnier when they know who Chris Hansen is. And they go, like... Chris, oh no, Chris, I didn't mean to, and then they're just like, oh, I know what this is, am I going to get arrested, Am I? can you let me know when this airs, Chris, and he's like, yeah, I'll let you know when this airs, well, sure, I guess, you scumbag, <laughs> do I have anything else to talk about, you know, what did I put in my notes, soup, I just have the word soup in here, that's fucking, you guys all tell me I don't have schizophrenia, and I literally have Santa Claus and soup. Back-to-back notes. So, you guys tell me I don't have schizophrenia. I have Y2K because I just don't understand it. I don't understand Y2K. Why was everyone... Like, why would that be a big deal if the computers, like, couldn't change to 2000? I feel like I should ask my parents about that. Oh, and by the way, never tell me a secret. 
because I was talking to my parents. And then I was talking to the person. I was like, I told them the secret. Then I was talking to the person who I wasn't supposed to tell the secret, but they never let me know. That was horrible. Okay, so I saw that guy. This is the last thing. I have a stealth camping episode. It's episode 55 because it's one of my best performing episodes of all time on this podcast. This Camping with Steve, look it up on YouTube. Camping with Steve, this crazy motherfucker goes in, this psychopath. He's like, I'm going to go camp in a Cold War bunker here in Edmonton. He's just He just goes in there, and then people are coming in there with flashlights and investigating, and they're like, hey, what's going on, man? And he's like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, so what are you doing? They're like, they're just random people hiking, too, because it's not a trail, apparently. And he goes, yeah, well, I'm camping here tonight. And they're like, oh, it's pretty sick, man. I'm like, Jesus, this is so, this is so fucking Canadian. You know, outside of the, you know, the whole indigenous peoples thing. Um, but yeah, dude. And I, I thought about it for me. My schizophrenia, which a lot of you say I'm not schizophrenic. Dude, I took the test and I've got mild schizophrenia. So are you telling me the computer's lying to me? Are you, is that what you're saying? Are you trying to tell me I don't have, are you smarter than the computer? Are you a doctor? <laughs> Didn't think so, pal. Ten questions I figured out I had mild schizophrenia. Go to, go read a book, nerd. But this guy, I couldn't imagine camping in a bunker, in an abandoned bunker where there's like water dripping from the ceiling, animals, my own imagination, perhaps. What the fuck would a sleep paralysis demon look like in a Cold War bunker? And what the fuck is a, is a nuclear bunker that he was in, I think? If they were going to like hide in case they were going to like hide documents and stuff in it. As if that would, shit would be important. In the event of a nuclear war, we really need to save all these these Martha Stewart recipes. <laughs> what the fuck would go in there? Just all the records? John Doe lived at 321 Normal Street. I just was I just filled that in like a Google. Like a Google address filler. <laughs> Example, John Doe. Example, 321 Street. Street name. <laughs> like, what would they hide in there? What would you put in your Cold War bunker? Email me below. Um, last thing here. Got an email from a guy, an adult male who was married. Let's read it here. Got an email, a little email here. Ryanwoodspot at gmail.com. I don't get these very often. So, also, if you have any um, fitness questions, send me your height, your weight, and your fitness question. I'll be having... I think I'll be having a very, um, uh, I guess he's Instagram famous. Take that, Andre Not. He's an Instagram famous, like, fitness guy. His name is Jeremy Scott. Look him up, Jeremy Scott Fitness on Instagram. I'm pretty sure he's going to come on soon. He's got some things going on, but uh, he might be coming on here soon. So, uh, yeah, height, weight, and question you have about somebody who might actually know something about fitness and not just me blabbering on and on. So... <clears throat> We have this one. Ryan or went to a strip club. My wife, my wife doesn't know. Perfect. First question, why are you emailing me? Second question, let's read it. Hey Ryan, went to a was hanging out with some buddies and went to with some buddies. Jesus Christ. Was hanging out with some buddies and went to a strip club recently in, in the local town for a buddy's party. Birthday party. Cool. Uh, he doesn't say where he's from, so I'm just going to say he's from Atlanta, and the strip club is pretty rowdy. Or we can imagine he's from, like, oh, Iowa. There's nothing going on there. Um, it's just so fucking mean to me. You know, Iowa's probably a nice place. I've never even been, you know, why would I? 
my dad spent some time in Des Moines. Anyways, this, by the way, by the way, I know, like, being at home alone and single now since Dana's gone for a week, and I'm single for a week, you know? Single in the, in the, you know, not single like I'm having ladies over. I'm single in the way of, like, just by myself. I'm just on my own. You know, there's really nobody here. I'm by myself. I don't know how you people do it. I know why my dad, you know, I feel like a divorcee with a dog, and that was my father. So I know why he got a dog. Anyways, why dogs are better than cats. No fucking divorcee who's going to get remarried to a woman gets a cat. And don't take that so personally, cat guys. All right? Don't take it so personally. Dude, cats are actually really good. No, they're not. They're not. They're not good at anything. What are they good for? Being fucking annoying? Fucking hiding from you? Like, what the fuck? I'm not just... You're paying rent for somebody who doesn't want to live there. All right, let's get to this email. Ryan, I went to a strip club with some buddies for a buddy's birthday party. Okay? A little uh, double positive there. Um... My wife doesn't know about it, but we spent some time. I didn't really do anything bad. Got pretty handsy with one of the girls, and I looked at the next day, and we had talked a lot, and I looked the next day, and I found out that I had a $500 credit card charge, and the night's pretty hazy, and I don't remember where this would have happened. I don't think I did anything wrong, okay? Um, do I tell my wife? I don't know if she'll be upset. I think I have two options. Don't tell her or never tell her. <laughs> so why are you mailing me? I feel like those are the only two options. Um, I cannot tell her and it, and it would eat at me forever. Oh, right. Or I can tell her and see how that, see how that goes. What do you think? Love the podcast. Well, dude, I, uh, that's actually probably all I have to say. I think, here's my advice. Don't go to strip clubs. Right. You're either you either are a strip club guy and you love it or you're like in between on it. And if you're in a relationship, don't go. Cuz here's how what I would say to you. If you're want to go to strip clubs, guy, imagine how you'd feel if your wife was like, "Hey, I'm going to go out to a bar kind of. I'm going to sit down at a booth and some guy's going to come over and just wag his dick in our faces." And maybe slap me across the face with his cock. Do you understand that? I don't know about you guys. And a lot of you might be crazy swinger type people. And that's fine. Right? I don't kink shame. We know that. And you might be a crazy guy like that. Or you're me and would hate that. So imagine how she would feel. But I actually think the answer here is. One, you emailed this show so you feel bad about it. I don't know what you wanted me to say. You feel like you answered it. You have two options. You can tell her and move on, or you can keep it from her forever. And I think you know what I'm going to say. You keep it from her forever, because I wouldn't be able to fucking do that. But I think it's easier to tell her and get it over with rather than just fucking never say anything. Because if you never say anything, I feel like that eats at you. But I don't think you can. If you don't think you did anything wrong, if you can hide the 500 bucks that she's never going to find out, maybe just move on. Act like it never happened. Never go to a strip club again. Wash your sins. Maybe pray. Say Jesus. Like, you know when you're about to throw up and you've had a hangover? Or you're, you're going to get hungover the next day and you know it? And you know you're going to puke. You're like sitting over the toilet and you're like, I'll never drink this bad again, I promise. That's what you got to do. You got you to gotta apologize like that to Jesus. Make it right, okay? With God. <laughs> go on. I don't know what you got to do, man. I'm, I'm not into Jesus. Just don't fucking tell her, I guess, would be my advice. I feel like this is a conundrum. I wouldn't want to be in it. So more power to you, brother. Amen. Wouldn't want to be you, man. All right. All right, that's the podcast. I did a little bit more time because I got nothing going on. Maybe I'll do another one this week. Who knows? 
All right, everybody. Enjoy your week. Um, stay safe. Don't get your car stuck in a snowbank, all right? Don't be doing any of that. Watch some football. Don't be a fucking nerd your whole life. What are you going to do? Be a nerd your whole life, right? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to be a fucking dork? Don't be. Grow up. Maybe watch some football. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the weekends. You only get two days, you know? You're in the rat race like everybody else, dude. All right, man. Enjoy your week. Follow me at the links below. Email me if you got any advice like that guy did. Don't get yourself in situations like that would be my advice. You know, but it happens. Nobody's perfect. Except for me, of course. Hopefully I don't get uh, too scared of my own schizophrenia. Have a good week. Yeah.